0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: This should be played at high volume, preferably
2: in a residential area. Welcome to episode 91 of Top Robe Nation, the Wrestlemania preview show. It's that time of year again. We're here with you for the best pro wrestling talk in the land. Top Robe Nation, I am Ryan Drosty of ComicBook.com. Joined here by Kyle Ross and Justin Joint, we're ready to get you primed for the biggest wrestling weekend of the year. Wrestlemania 35, NXT TakeOver. ROH, New Japan, G1, Supercard. It's all happening this weekend in New York City. Kyle, you're pumped. What's going on out there in Cleveland?
0: I am jacked right now. Imagine not liking pro wrestling on a week like this, man. I don't even want to imagine. What a boring life, that though. Yeah.
2: Justin, how's it going out there?
3: Good, other than my mother-in-law keeps slamming a door, and I'm afraid she's going to wake my kid up. <laughs>
0: Oh,
2: that's Kathy, what are you doing up there, Kathy? Well, hopefully we don't hear any crying kids tonight because we are going to go through this thing match by match. We're going to give you full previews for every bout on the WrestleMania card. This looks to be probably when it all is said and done, the longest WrestleMania of all time. Wish Uh, it was longer. As far as the number of matches (laughs) go, it's it's in the running for, uh, depending on if they announce two more matches, which are rumored it could be the longest match card of all time. So we're going to break it all down. I do want to welcome those of you that are joining us here on patreon.com slash top rope nation. I told you guys all about that on the show last week, Uh, video live streaming every show that we record live to Patreon for $1 a month. So if you like the show, appreciate the support, throw us a, buck a month we're spending hours bringing you guys excellent pro wrestling content if you want to join us live there you go dollar a month you get the show before the general public this thing will be going out on thursday morning to everyone out there across the globe which by the way i was looking at our stats today guys got to give a special shout out to the uk making up over 10 percent of our downloads lately i don't know if that's because of our buddy Liam o'rourke but uh the word is spreading about Top Rope Nation over in the UK. So thanks for joining us. And uh, you can find us on iTunes, of course. Hit subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating. It helps us out. Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, wherever podcasts are found. Check out our website, topropenation.com. You can find all of our contact information there. You can find bios of myself, Kyle, and Justin, which, by the way, guys, I think we need to update those. There's a little bit written, but I think we could do a little bit better. But there's an about the about the host section there on nation.com. so check it out, and of course the uh, the full archive. So, guys, I mean WrestleMania, even if you aren't jacked about the card, once you get to the week of the show. It's hard for the excitement to not overtake you. I mean, this is if you're a wrestling fan, you live for this weekend. There's something for everyone. We talked about all the shows outside of WWE WrestleMania. We were in New Orleans last year. There's indie shows happening all over the place in New York City this week. Either you wishing you had traveled to the Big Apple this year, Kyle? You got any friends there?
0: I am. <laughs> I've gone both ways. Like, yeah, obviously, it'd be cool to be there, but having been there the last two years, I was okay punting on it. And I was a, a, having a talk with my buddy Ryan, who I was one of the guys I went with last year. And, you know, with the way these indie shows are spread out, like, I was, I, I don't know about you guys if you've taken any time, but like, I, I actually spent like an hour the other day being like, all right, if I was going, which indie shows would I go to? And I noticed that like it would be like popping back and forth between like, um, you know, the laboom nightclub, which is a little up and like Jersey city. And I go to my buddy, I'm like, and he's, and he was said the same thing. He's like, man, I wish we were going. I was like, and I call my wife over. And I'm like, wife, I need you here to tell Ryan why he should be glad we're he's not going at least with me because I can't stress how stressed I would be like taking public transportation, going back and forth between, and like getting stuck. And getting being like the show's starting in thirty minutes and getting mad. I mean, you guys saw me last year when like my phone wasn't working for the ticket. Forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to knock somebody out.
2: I mean, I'm not going to lie. One of the reasons, and also, I think our most downloaded state in the union right now is New York. So shout out to New York. Um,
0: love to sit. Love New York. Can't say yeah. nice things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will say. I mean, I have been in New York before. Stuff is really spread out, and uh, traveling could be a bit of a nightmare out there to go to all those shows. So that. That kind of scared me off from going this year a little bit. And honestly, I don't really want to sit outside for WrestleMania in early April. So, uh I'm I'm considering Tampa At least next to year. New York. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 considering Tampa next year though. I mean, I think it's not like as much of a destination city as some of the places they could have had it, but it's warm weather in early April. So, getting out of the Midwest where it's still pretty cold. Uh, it
0: it was legit hot in Orlando 2 years ago.
2: Like, I remember I was- I remember watching some of those indie shows, Kyle, and seeing you pop up on my screen. I think it was, might have been a Progress show.
0: First no, time I, I it was saw the Progress, it no, was like one it of the was,
2: first shows you got to.
0: It was, it was the Evolve show. It was oh, during yeah, it, was it was, it evolved, was during yeah. Drew McIntyre, Matt Riddle. Wow, that's right. How far have they come in the last two years?
2: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Justin, do you wish you were in New York right now? Or are you satisfied watching this year from your couch?
0: Uh, I'm
3: satisfied watching from my couch this year. As you pointed out, I don't really want to i'm a wuss and i don't want to sit outside in cold weather for 10 hours
0: (laughs) what's the weather looking like there Uh, last
2: i looked it was cloudy with like a 20 percent chance of rain but that was a couple days ago i'm sure it's i'm sure it's changed by now i think low 50s at night was the temperature they got the ring that warms up so the talent will be fine um it's just a matter of what's going to happen for the crowd
0: yeah, they. I mean, they've done this before, and they, you know, it worked out okay. I don't like there weren't any complaints about the weather back in 2013, were there for 2019? No, I think it was fairly
2: warm. Like I remember hearing about the heated ring that they had that time, and um, yeah, I don't. I don't recall anything. I mean, the, obviously, the nightmare scenario is they get a blizzard or something, which is possible this time of the year, still in New York, although not very likely. Uh, supposed to be
0: 63 and clear on Sunday in East Rutherford, New Jersey
2: high for, is that 63 like high for the day or is that at night what the temperature is going to be you see the uh, hourly
0: good lord what is this here freaking weather channel um <laughs> i don't know i just got the seven day thing man i'm I'm sure it's the high for the day yeah
2: okay. but when
0: it starts it'll be i mean yeah i could get a little chilly by uh you know main event time
2: yeah i mean it definitely could be a lot worse so It's not looking too bad for those of you that are traveling out to New York. Maybe you guys are listening to us on your flight out to New York City. We hope you guys have a great time. Maybe next year some of our crew will be down in Tampa. You can buy us a beer. But until then, guys, if you saw us in a bar and you recognize us here from YouTube.com slash Top Rope Nation, would you buy Kyle Ross a beer? Would you buy Justin Joyn a beer? Ryan Drossi, would you buy me a beer? Well, if you would one dollar a month on patreon.com slash top rope nation. That is a hell of a deal. A one dollar beer. There you go. The ultimate salesman. Incredible way to work. circle around in that plug, man. <laughs> that was that's why they have me doing this, this hosting gig, you guys. No, seriously, the one dollar a month show us you like the show. We'd love to have you join us for these live podcasts every week before it goes out to the general public, before I edit it on GarageBand and add all the slick effects. You can see us in rare form, you can see us. Off air as we were just doing, discussing how we're gonna how we're gonna break down this show. Oh, so with that said, I think we'll just start right from the top. Well, you guys I, well,
0: I've have got anything. a lot. I have a lot to say.
2: Okay, before we get to the right. card, yeah, Kyle taking
0: some notes. Oh, I, I I was as I was thinking about this show, it was last week, I think I actually texted you guys. Was it, it was the middle of last week? I started thinking about some of the narratives that have have developed about the show, and a lot of it stemmed from me discussing with my buddy Chad, who was also at Mania with me the last two years. And, you know, he really likes to peddle some of these Meltzer and Alvarez and Keller theories to me in the DMs. And and it got me to thinking about kind of framing this WrestleMania as a whole. And I I think there's some interesting things. One, I want to look at this narrative of the lack of long-term booking. Okay, that seems to be like something that you – Hear a lot, You read a lot online, right? Mm-hmm. Are we sure that's true? Because as we think about this and we look at these matches we're going to go through, okay, women's three-way. The plans for that were clearly set in motion back around Survivor Series, which was November. Um, Rollins-Lesnar is about as traditional as a mania build gets with Rollins winning the Rumble and challenging the champion. Triple H Batista goes back to SmackDown 1000 in the fall. Angle Corbin, I know there's a lot of hand wringing about it, but quite frankly, that goes back well into last year with the GM storyline, and you know even something like Miz and Shane that goes back to the best in the world in Saudi Arabia, and has actually you know compared to some of the other things, and I'll get into this in a moment, has actually been booked pretty cohesively for a mid card program, and even Brian Kofi, which was thrown together you know you know on a whim after Elimination Chamber. They got that set up pretty much as quick as possible, given the change. So this lack of long-term booking, is it true? Or is it, you know, not to pick on anybody, but, you know, it's pretty clear that Meltzer is not clued in at all on the plans? And is it like kind of him not knowing? And then his listener and, you know, some of his less sharp readers who are like spoon-fed stuff Just kind of like playing, oh, well, they don't know what's going on. So there's no long-term booking here. I'll get to some of the particulars because it it does speak to something. But I don't know if it's fair to say that this show hasn't had long-term booking. When half the mat, well, I guess maybe a third that I just went through, kind of do, you know, they go back months. Which you could, the Attitude Era manias, which everyone wants to go back to, you couldn't say that. Mania 17, they threw together half the card three weeks before the show.
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: I don't think, I mean, I haven't heard any of these complaints because I'm, I'm not really cued into uh, the Wrestling Observer world. But uh also, like, I don't... How many matches do you need long-term booking in? That's I mean, also... like, all, almost all the manias previous to uh, the Attitude Era, you'd have m- maybe two matches that were long-term otherwise they've they've always just been the majority of them thrown together
0: yeah i mean that is a great point like you know you talk about some of the um longer manias in terms of match cards i think you brought this up justin in the text thread and ryan just referenced at the top of the show like what you know the shows that have had the long the most matches five through seven i know all had 14 but like 75 percent of them had no program. Mm -hmm. It was just like Ron Garvin will wrestle Dino Bravo at the biggest show of the year. Yeah. And you know, they they would go like four minutes and it would be over. (laughs) So, I mean, obviously it's different time, but you know, so here's my interesting thing though, with this show. Okay. So people have, you know, there's been a lot of hand wringing about the booking of the various programs. Okay. And I do think any issues are reflective of two things. One, there's a lot of TV. (laughs) Okay, five first run hours, you know, with the Brands, you know, you've got to try to make this stuff as interesting as possible for five hours a week. That's hard. And there's a lot of opinions in the room now. It's not like the good old days that Justin just referenced, you know, where it's just Vince, Bruce, and Pat. Like, there's a, like, I think, like, when you see some of these, like, the whole thing with Charlotte winning the title kind of late in the game, you know, Meltzer was reporting. Well, that had been discussed for a while. And so, to me, I think when you see some of these things and maybe – It's not linear booking all the way through. There's some misdirection week to week. I think that's a reflection of, you know, there's a lot of ideas being thrown out of a lot of people and maybe the ultimate decision maker, that being Vince, doesn't take them right away, but then goes back to it weeks after. I think we've seen a lot of that. I'll point that out when we go through these individual matches. But the biggest question, and this is really important where I want to hear you guys back, is this question of who versus how I think is the most interesting thing when breaking down the booking of this show. What do I mean by that? I think it's pretty rich how much complaining I hear from some corners when this show features not one, but two fan will baby faces. Those being Kofi Kingston and Becky Lynch at the top of the show that WWE changed, changed plans for mm-hmm. like they were not originally supposed to be in these positions. WWE, who was criticized for not listening to the fans, listened and made the necessary changes and put them in. Even Meltzer noted, noted that in the latest Observer. And that got me to thinking, because they're still complaining despite that. Is it no longer enough that WWE pushes who some fans want? They now must be pushed how those fans want. For example, okay, you know, Becky Lynch, all right, that's great. She's, win, you know, in a different era, that's great. Becky Lynch is, is going to win the title, right? We all think that's going to happen. Maybe you guys don't. I don't know. We'll get to that. But this 3 ways crap. She needs to be beating Ronda Rousey one-on-one, and it needs to be done like this. And if it's not done like this, then it's crap, even if it's the person that we want getting put over. And I think that is the most fascinating thing in dissecting fan reaction to the build of this show, WrestleMania 35. Your thoughts? <laughs>
3: so i think some of that is like it's okay like to make that criticism it's when it's coming from a place of emotion instead of logic it's like a lot of people can say it's like yeah you know maybe it would have made more sense just to have becky versus Rhonda. but to get like pissed off about it when you know hey it's still good stuff with charlotte
0: and that brings me to Justin, join i love you with all my heart and soul because you brought me to my next bullet point How has the WWE chosen to get their heat for this show? Let's go back to a comment, a quote that I had a few weeks ago. Our good friend, Liam O'Rourke, you referenced him. He put it on Twitter. I love Liam, too, with all my heart and soul. I love you, too, Ryan, by the way. I really do.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate the pity, love.
0: (laughs) Okay. So how's the WWE (laughs) chosen to get their heat? By manipulating the largest part of its current audience, those who think they're smart, but they're really not. These people who have it convinced – even though there is all evidence to the contrary, that WWE is all in on Becky Lynch. They're all in on Kofi Kingston for the show. Oh, they're going to screw. Them. Oh, they're not going to do it right. And they're choosing to play off people who think they know the inner workings of this business. And those people kind of like Justin just mentioned are the ones getting most worked up. Like I almost feel like Vince McMahon coming out and saying, Charlotte Flair is now in the main event is the, 2019 version of Nikolai Volkov singing the Russian national anthem. You know, where it gets the rubes all fired up for the silliest reasons. Mm-hmm.
2: My God, I can practically see the smoke coming off of that microphone, Kyle Ross. You're on fire tonight. I love it. You, you hit on some stuff I wanted to talk about too, because that is, you you mentioned uh, fan willed baby faces in these matches. And I do think that this show in particular is the ultimate pushback against the narrative that wwe never listens to their fans anymore because yes becky lynch kofi got themselves involved in those main event matches undoubtedly because of the fans and there's been i mean there's been instances over the years too at wrestlemania where it's clear that last year right Re- Reigns didn't go over at the Superdome. There you well,
0: go. yeah, which that wasn't for the bad. I think I you know, I don't think that was for the bat- betterment of the company. I don't I think either, we agree. they were, but that Reigns
2: was having a lot of pushback. And I think that might, you could say that that was listening to the fans. I mean, they held yeah. off on Reigns numerous times. Vince made the call at the last second yeah, because of the fans.
0: But, but sometimes no. it's, it's worked, right? Like, I mean, one of the most, you know, Daniel Bryan, I think, you know, for the modern times is certainly the, the best example. WrestleMania 30, I think. Um, Brett was a pretty similar thing at WrestleMania 10. People forget about that, you know, that Vince kind of did the ultimate live focus group at Rumble 94 with Brett Luger. Mm -hmm. He was kind of like vacillating. All right. Which one of these guys is taking the title from Yoko and he has them tie in the Rumble and listens to the fan reaction. And, you know, it was pretty clear that more fans wanted Brett than Luger in that top position. And so he went with that.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think you and, can make
0: an argument for the long term booking, and even
2: adding Charlotte to the match. They were dropping hints a year ago that Charlotte and Ronda was going to be the match. That's long term booking too. So,
0: and we'll get to this. You know, again, I, I was going to kind of cite some specific stuff when we go through individual matches. With this being this winner take all scenario, okay? Yes, again, like Justin said, you can make the case if you wanted to do a, you know, a winner take all scenario. You could have just had Becky come in as a SmackDown champ. You could have just had Ronda come in as the Raw champ. Again, there would have been logistical issues with that. You had to work through it. What do you do with the Rumble then? Right? Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, this being the winner-take-all scenario, Charlotte's spot is now totally justified in the match.
2: Yeah. We talked about that last week where mm-hmm. if it's winner-take-all, we were all in on that. If they mm-hmm. weren't going to do that, we weren't maybe so much in on the the title switch. Now I think it makes perfect sense, and it's great. Mm-hmm. you know i think that's the best way to go about it so and by the
0: way we will not bring up the fan willed baby face at wrestlemania 20 because that makes us all look bad <laughs>
2: that's true <laughs> that was a bad that was bad
0: i'm sorry vince don't ever listen to us again
2: oh man stanford connecticut we got some downloads coming from there i've seen it on the map so i don't know who that is but stanford
0: Oh <laughs>
2: thanks for playing us at titan towers while it's still the headquarters of yeah. the wwe um i did ask on our twitter page by the way at top probe nation tonight i want to give a shout out to our listeners because as always we love all of you with all of our hearts and souls <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: what are you most looking forward to for wrestlemania weekend got some good responses i said i read some of them on the air um we have abh mania who said hands down kofi versus brian kofi has worked his ass off for 11 years to get to this point uh let's see one guy benny said the two battle royals because i can go use the restroom benny's going to be doing a lot of drinking this weekend uh donnie i want to see who interrupts elias could be john Ooh. cena possibly we'll Whoever see
0: to, who again you know the fans you know again, they, they love all of a sudden they just want John Cena up and down the card. The same people who booed this guy mercifully or mercilessly 10 years ago. All of a sudden, yeah, John Cena needs to be in every match on WrestleMania now. Yeah, fans,
2: yep. How about Ryan Ritchie here? He says, The main event, I cannot wait to see the Becky fans lose their collective minds when Ronda Rousey becomes the undisputed
0: WWE women's champion. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, all right, so so. Everything I said, and I think we're saying, comes with a big caveat. WWE needs to pull the trigger and make this, I think, a babyface heavy card, at least in the key matches. Would we not all agree about that? Yeah, like, totally. It, 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 you know, again, Justin, you had the great question a month or so ago, maybe even longer, with the three key ones, Seth, Kofi, and Becky, are they really going to put all three over? I think they should, but, you know, we'll get into, of course, later in the program, whether they will or not. I'm kind of interested to hear your guys' thoughts on those three matches. I think, you know, elsewhere it's not as important, but those three matches, I actually think it's pretty important to have all three go over. Yeah, I'd agree.
2: Uh, our guy Joe chimed in here. Joe Dorian said, oh. uh, holy shit, I cannot wait for Brian Kingston. Uh, Chris Croninger says, my daughter and I have seen some great women's wrestling in the past year. Uh, mostly at our local indie promotion. It seems like a great way to end the wrestling year. Winner take all. So the main event again. Uh, Let's see what else. Daniel, Becky winning. Uh, Let's see. Terrence says, I love wrestling, so I'm hoping for a good show. He says it's the worst Mania build in 10 years. But if he had to pick one, I guess Styles versus Orton, if it gets the time it needs. Could be a
0: good match. Could be a really good match. Uh, Loved the promo Tuesday night. Yeah, they've had they've had two that are good. I mean, so that drug (laughs) drug test reference, like I was kind of thinking in the back of my mind earlier, like you know that'd be funny if Styles referenced that, and then he did, and my jaw dropped.
2: (laughs) It was the only thing that would have made me just completely lose my shit is if Orton had made like some kind of flat Earth reference, like AJ, when you were wrestling around the world. For the indies around the world or something <laughs> yeah. like that now that would have been great
0: <laughs> it's been great if you would have pulled out amy weber's uh handbag too
2: oh my
0: god <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> love it uh a couple more of these from the fans and actually we should address the go-home tv too quick uh, what we thought of that this week aman a guy man aman over in the uk he said rollins brock will deliver really well in the ring like brock usually does with similar opponents mm. Um, I like that take. I think it'll probably be a pretty damn good match. And uh, let's see, any others to read off? Um, last draft standing he says I'll have to say, Kofi and Brian, considering it wasn't even supposed to happen and the story behind it all along with Kofi paying so many dues to WWE, I want to see if Kofi actually wins and what a Kofi championship reign will be like. All right. There, there, you have it. There's the listeners of Top Rope Nation. Oh, I gotta throw out Derek Shropell. Missed this one. Oh. Dream Riddle NXT Takeover.
0: That's the most Derek answer of all time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Derek. So I do too. Uh, oh, and one more. Arnez, who's uh, one of Derek's buddies. I think we met him at the Progress Show last year down in uh, New Orleans. Says, Walter Dunn, winner take all, Triple Threat, and Brian Kofi. So, all solid choices there. Real quick, guys, before we get to the card, what did you think of the go-home TV this week Uh between Raw and SmackDown? We mentioned the uh, AJ Orton uh segment. Kyle, what did you think of the rest on, on either
0: show? We don't have to break down the whole thing, but just some highlights that stood out. <laughs> yeah, I think... For all the key matches, the stuff was really good. Obviously, that crazy women's segment was something you'll remember, which, you know, I mean, how, how many segments three, four, five weeks later do we remember on Raw or SmackDown? Not that many. I think we'll remember that one for a long time. Um, I know
2: somebody who didn't like it.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
3: That's this guy. Oh, <laughs> no. It's not even that. I, like, I didn't hate it. I just, you know, I'm watching it, and it's just like, wow, there's a lot of kicking going on. I think, I think, like well, they were handcuffed. I, don't <laughs> I, I, I just heard yakety sax the entire like once it like was going on for like okay. five ten. Hold on, hold on. And then like just two things that were kind of ridiculous to me is, okay, two people are fighting, so naturally the cops are going to put them in the same backseat. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> okay. was. And, and then they're, they're going to have a little toddler kick fight, and then somehow, Ronda Rousey puts the car in gear and smashes it into another car when she's in the back seat with her hands cuffed behind her back.
0: <laughs> okay. So I, I think the ridiculousness of it all made it.
3: I agree. I think pro wrestling, man, it's crazy, it's
0: hilarious, it's entertaining. Justin, you are right in thinking there were a few times that, like, it's funny you mentioned Yakety sacks because I did, like, when I watched it back one time, I was like, okay, I could see how somebody would, like, play Yakety sacks. but, like, I actually thought, and it was, like, I thought the most preposterous moment of the whole segment when they loaded them in both Becky and Ron in the back of the car, and then they looked at each other with that, like, ridiculous (laughs) look, and they're like, it's go time. Like, I thought that was, like, incredible.
2: So yeah, I just, I just watched it for what it was. It was campy. It was goofy, and, but
0: just, it was great. Just, is Charlotte Flair, by the way, the greatest striker this industry has seen since Kenta Kobashi? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she hit that knee. She hit on Ron. That was like legitimately awesome. But like, she had like some yes. great shots, man. I mean, Charlotte Flair. I mean, she's, she's got it back. But uh, Batista's promo, I think was tremendous too.
2: Oh yeah. I love I mean, that too.
0: Just the kicking to the video and kiss my ass Hunter. I mean, that's good. Uh, AJ and Orton, we hit on the Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston promo that ended SmackDown. I was in tears at how great this was. Both guys, you know, I mean, just hit it out of the park with the promo and the, the emotion. And I mean... Is Kofi the most over babyface going into this show?
3: Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yes, uh,
0: yeah, I, I think he might be. And and, he, and
3: and I don't think Daniel Bryan's ever been better than what he's doing right
0: now. The iron make
3: that argument. I think yeah.
0: The irony of him arguing against his former self, character wise, is incredible stuff. You know, like how he's like looking across the table. And he's like you're me four years ago or five mm-hmm. years ago. And I love how Kofi was like, no man, no, I'm not. You won your title, you know, two years in, man. I've been waiting. Like, I thought that was great. A yeah. great back and forth. Um, it, it very much felt like instead of, Hey, you do your line. I do my line. Like some WWE promos have that feel. It felt very authentic the whole way through. And, if i had told you at this time last year daniel bryan on the go home ro- smackdown for next year's mania would be getting asshole chance i mean who would have believed that and 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 it's not pavlov's dogs either i mean the crowd legitimately like was into not liking daniel bryan which means he's doing his job yeah
2: Justin, let me ask you, how much would you mark out if at WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston came out to his old Jamaican theme song?
0: <laughs>
3: Ooh, no, I, w- I would be very disappointed.
2: Really? I would yeah. love it. I thought that was a great theme song back in the day, but no, there's no chance it's going to happen. Yeah. We need
0: to give Justin a little bit of credit. I remember months ago, he floated the idea of, oh, I want to see Kofi Kingston get that title run. And I was like, Really? Like, you know, I mean, it seems nice, but I don't really think it's in the cards. And my God, he's gotten this opportunity and he has hit the ball right out of the fucking park, man. Yeah, I couldn't have seen it either.
2: <laughs> you go back three or oh, four but,
0: months and I, I never could have anticipated. Oh, it and He's definitely done an okay. awesome, awesome job. We talk about WrestleMania. Okay, part of the reason I love this week is you think about the history of WrestleMania, right? And how many times when you look through the history of this show, this company, is some of the best stuff it just sort of It wasn't planned out. It just happens. You know, Mm -hmm. Steve Austin, that whole thing with Bret Hart doesn't happen if Shawn Michaels doesn't lose a smile. And, you know, they have to rework the entire card. You know, this, Mustafa Ali gets hurt. Okay, well, I guess we'll just give the spot to Kofi. Here we are, two months late, you know, a little less than two months later. and, And Kofi Kingston, as we just said, may very well be the most over babyface. Going that, was an, that
2: was another instance of WWE pivoting due to the fans because yes. Kofi was going to get the, the shot at what, Fastlane? And then they uh, they flipped yeah. it around? Yeah. So,
0: yeah, there and, you, I mean, yeah they put him and, right and, into that WrestleMania slot, and, which is no easy feat. Yeah, and again, you know, when we get to that match, I'll, I'll go through this more. But, okay, when you talk about maybe the booking being uneven and that whole scenario with Fastlane, how he was put in the match, and then they're like, okay, no, 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 he's going to get the Mania match. The booking is messy. There's no denying About that, but they got it right. Like Mm -hmm. the idea that Kevin Owens would be even close to being as over as Kofi is right now, I think is laughable. And that's not not even that. There's not that's not even intended to be a pot shot at Kevin Owens. I just don't think he had the story that people have really. You know, as much as I kind of roll my eyes sometimes at the whole "you deserve it" thing, this particular instance of it has worked tremendously. Yeah.
2: The only the only other thing from Go Home TV this week I'd mention is I really liked the uh, tag title match on Raw with Ricochet and Aleister Black taking on The Revival. And honestly, my only disappointment this week was kind of that those two were thrown into the fatal four-way for the SmackDown tag titles because <laughs> I actually would have liked to have seen them have another match with The Revival.
3: Yeah, like, I thought that was really weird. You have the Hardys sitting there that you could have inserted to have your yeah. Fatal 4-Way and then have Aleister Black and Ricochet on Raw, but I guess they just don't want any more matches.
0: Um, Well, hey, and that's true, because that's a complaint. So, I mean, you know, that people, all the matches. But, you know, I think it makes sense, because... Do we want Aleister Black and Ricochet to be Tag Team Champions WWE? You know, like, I think... Gargano and Champa when they come up to the main roster, they actually need to be a tag team at first. But Alistair Black and Ricochet can't those guys stand on their own as characters? Like to me, like when this when they do this shake up, like I think they should be kind of sent to opposite brands. They
2: they definitely can stand on their own, but I don't think it would hurt them at all. Have a, tag, no, no. a short oh, it tag run.
0: It would it wouldn't. But um, you know the thing is, I think maybe they don't want to beat the revival. They don't like. I think it's like we talked about Fastlane with Black and Ricochet because they were in a multi. It was a multi-person tag match, a match show for the Raw belts, right? Like Black and Ricochet, they can be on the card competing for a title, but they don't have because you don't want to beat them either, right? Like obviously yeah. with Black and Ricochet, if they worked revival in a straight up tag, logically there's two options: one, you put the titles on them; two, you beat them for the first time. You don't want to beat them right now, and I don't know if you want to put the titles on them either. So the whole being in a four-way, they're not involved in the fall. They're on the card. Um, and that's that. Yeah.
2: Well, it's a rumored match at this point, although it looks like it's going to be announced. It's probably been announced by the time you're listening to this, but uh, you're probably going to get Ryder and Hawkins
0: taking on the revival for the Raw Tag yeah. Titles. Okay. Is Kurt Hawkins snapping that losing streak a good storyline? That's an honest question.
3: Um. Maybe. Uh, I don't know if it's really a storyline. It might just be a nice little pop for WrestleMania. That'd be probably the time to do it.
0: OK, no, I don't mean for WrestleMania. I mean, in general, like, like, isn't it like something that like if they built if they chose to build it up? Like, I'm not saying as it currently is constituted right now, but I'm saying if you rolled with it and yes. really drew sympathy for the guy, is that not a good storyline?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he's got uh, he's actually got like a good kind of cult following right now due to his, his podcast with Ryder. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's working. So to, they're going to gonna get the hometown, you know, the home metro yeah. area
0: pop too at this show. So <laughs> now that being said, I don't think the pre because would this be a pre I, would this be a pre show match? Do we think?
1: Yeah,
2: probably. I think they they announced that the two battle royals are on the pre- and the though, cruiserweight
0: match. So maybe it isn't. Yeah. But still, I don't know if like I don't know if now was the right time to do it. Actually, break that streak. But eventually, it was I always thought like they would do it like in the fall against Corbin. I thought. They had kind of, like, on one week sort of teased that, but it went nowhere. Um, you know, pulling this angle out of mothballs from years past. Remember, like, when Barry Horowitz won? Like, mm-hmm. he finally won a match in 95. He'd be, and, you know, a lot of people were, like, there were some people salty about it because they did it at the expense of Chris Candido. But, like, people forget. I know that was kind of a kind of a dog time period for a lot of people. That storyline worked. Barry Horowitz, for it was a short window, got over as a result of that. And there's no reason thinking Kurt Hawkins can't eventually do the same. I'm not sure, though, if a tag match potentially on the pre show or just buried on the Mania card with no build is the right time to do it. Plus, I want to see the revival stay tag team champions.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd say, like, on a show where it's there's going to be a lot of title <laughs> switches, it would look like going in that that would seem like titles
0: would stay on the revival. But, uh, yeah. Because yeah. I All think right. it, could, it could get over, I think. I legitimately think if, if you did it at the right time, it would be a kind of a big cult deal if Kurt Hawkins wins a match.
2: Yep. So that's a rumored match. John Cena having a match is, well, I guess more than rumored. The reports are he has signed on for a match. We just don't know what it's going to be yet. So we can bring him up uh, when we go through these matches where we think possibly he could be inserted into the card.
0: Excuse uh, me, teacher. Excuse me, teacher. Yes. I believe one of the students is raising his hand yeah yes kyle
3: yeah not <laughs> oh just, justin okay yeah real quick before we get into uh the card two things i wanted to point out from ron smackdown uh the finn balor demon thing i thought was corny as shit and uh i yeah. you know, just I, and i don't know how i feel about it yet but they added some sound effects to alistair black's uh, yeah. entrance yeah
2: yeah I thought it was okay, but I it kind of, yeah, it really surprised me when I heard it because I don't think it needs anything else. Yeah,
0: we um, said the same thing about, about Seth down. Rollins. Yeah, yeah. We said this and we're like, what is that silly ass line? Yeah,
2: but I mean, like that was when there was like a silent part in in his, well, at first, didn't they have it like at the part where his, his theme would start up and then it would be silent and then it really mm-hmm. kicks in and that's mm-hmm. where they had it. Now they just start off with the burn it down.
0: Yes. Uh,
2: right. But it was it was inserted into a part where it was like just dead silence in in his theme. So it made sense. I don't know about this. one. I mean, there's, you know, it's already kicked in at that point. Kind of like there's music playing and stuff. Uh, you see him visually coming up on the screen. It's kind of like that chain
3: noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, like kind of a drawbridge kind of noise. I guess I could
2: give it. I don't really care either way. I don't know. I don't know that it adds much to it. I don't know that it takes anything away. It definitely doesn't take anything away. So
3: yeah. I just wanted to point it out.
2: Yeah. So, all right. Well, here we go. Let's start it off with the uh, the Battle Royal matches. So this is WrestleMania 35 this Sunday. The award-winning WWE Network, as Kyle Ross
0: would say. You know what awards it's won, right? I do not. The Best Thing Ever Invented Award?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Puts Kyle to Sleep Every Night Award. Yeah. Uh,
0: MetLife Stadium, been, New Jersey. I have been watching those go-home Raws, by the way. I'm up to I, 2,000. I know you have. That's actually a pretty good project. Yeah. You know which ones surprised me? That like I enjoyed and I did not anticipate enjoying ninety six. Uh that was okay, but ninety nine. You yeah. know, like that's become like the bastard year yeah. that like no one likes because like Russo's fingerprints are all over the product. Whew! Was that a hot crowd?
1: Yeah, that
2: I mean, TV friggin- was good back then. It's just the mania gets panned because everything else was. Very good that year as far as television goes, at least during that period, during that period, at least
0: early '99. And it uh, didn't live up to expectations. Well, the mania actually, I mean, this is getting way off on a tangent, but that mania outside of having the correct main event in Austin Rock, which obviously drew a lot of buys, the rest of the show just kind of felt like raw, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was a predictable, it was a really predictable mania. Austin Rock was the right move. It was super predictable at the time, though. Everyone knew it was going to happen. So, But that's not always a bad thing, I guess. Nope. Uh, all right. Try this one more time. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to start off with the actual matches now. So this Sunday, April 7th at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, we've got the Women's Battle Royal. Start off with that one. It's on the kickoff show. Um, announced so far, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Dana Brooke, Mickey James, Ruby Riot, and the entire Riot Squad Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonia DeVille, Zelina Vega, and Nikki Cross. So I read and heard that before they made the uh, the plan to switch the title off of Asuka, Asuka-Mandy Rose was the plan. I think Meltzer had written that at one point Asuka versus Mandy versus Sonia was the plan. But yep. um, I think I think uh, in the end, Mandy versus Asuka was likely the plan. So because of that, I'm going to pick Mandy Rose here. She's the hometown girl in this match, and uh, she seems like kind of the star-in-waiting on SmackDown Live. So I'm going to go with Mandy. Uh, Let me flip it to Kyle.
0: I think with some of this angst and, quite frankly, foolish angst led by Brian Alvarez uh, over Asuka and what's happened to her, I think she's going to win. I think it's going to be a throw, throw Asuka bone in this battle royal. Eve Torres rumored. Uh, to be a part of this as well. I had just read uh, as a mystery entrant. Uh, Don't obviously think she would win, but you know, Asuka, I think just kind of, you know, I just, doesn't she have a potentially built in rematch for all this again, hand wringing that's going on with Asuka. She beat Becky at the rumble. Don't you think they might come back to that as it Asuka's maybe one of Becky's potentially first challengers. So Asuka's fine. Mm-hmm. I think she just slotted where she is. She look, the three of us brought this up last year. When she lost to Charlotte clean in New Orleans, that told you all you needed to know. You know, and people were looking at us like we had tinfoil hats when we said that did damage. People, oh, that was a great match. What are you talking about? Yeah, she was digging out of that hole all year. And they, she kind of I mean, I do kind of feel some empathy. But, you know, if she wins the Battle Royal, it's really no worse than winning a clearly secondary title match yeah true justin who you got
3: uh i'm gonna go with Asuka. i think uh you know there's a chance it could act you know being on the kickoff it could be one of the first shows so you start off with uh a baby face the only ones i could see winning outside of her is probably mandy rose or else uh lacey evans
0: mm, yeah. yeah i i consider that too she hasn't been announced but like maybe she comes and i know they want to give her a a push, but, and I, by the way, you know, there was a lot of talk, you know, Meltzer, oh, it could be Oscar versus Lacey Evans as that SmackDown down match. I think it's a good move holding off a new character post-mania. I, I really do. Yeah. Kind of start them fresh. Yeah.
2: Alright, and then the, the men's Rumble, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, a much longer list of competitors. I think they've I think they got like 28 people announced for this at this point, so uh, I'm not going to read them all off. Um, we know the two stars from SNL Weekend Update are going to be on there. Of course, Braun Strowman's in the match. And when you look at the roster of everyone in this match, Braun is by far the biggest star in the match. So uh, looking down, I guess I I would have to lean towards Braun winning here, which uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Braun. Let me flip it to uh, Justin first this time.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's definitely got to be Braun. They seem to have been kind of building up Apollo Cruise a little bit um but I I just don't see I mean I mean are you gonna have the SNL guys eliminate Braun otherwise I I just don't don't see it (laughs) happening
0: (laughs) okay who is going to be the guy who Colin Joes tosses out that we get all the dirty diapers about online oh Oh, I can't believe can you imagine if he tosses Andrade (laughs) who can you or uh,
3: Tyler Breeze
0: yeah. yeah, Tyler Breeze came to mind. <laughs> Can you imagine all the pit? Oh, that guy didn't deserve that. He gets that. um. Look, this match is clearly building towards one thing: Strowman and the SNL guys. Whether or not that comes in the middle of the match, and Braun chucks him, and then it kind of you know maybe everyone then teams up on Braun, gets rid of him, and it turns into a battle royal, or they save Braun versus the SNL guys uh, to the end, and Braun just wins. I think those are the only two plausible scenarios. Braun winning seems very obvious, but it also seems like the right call. You know?
3: Andre Battle Royal's in desperate need of a big star like Braun to win it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you know, I mean, Andre won a battle royal with football. Football plus by the way, when did we get to the point in wrestling? You are historical Ryan, Ryan, so I'll throw this to you first. When like celebrity where like there was such angst against celebrity participation, like that's been such a big thing with Mania throughout mm-hmm. its history. When did that start when it was like, oh, these fucking celebrities? I think
2: WWE pushed back against it in the early 2000s. They they said uh, mm-hmm. it might have even been Vince. He said something like, "Well, we don't need the celebrities anymore because our superstars yes. are the celebrities now." I remember that. Yeah. So maybe was it at that point the narrative changed it? I don't know because everyone always popped for the celebrities
0: before that, and so yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, people can say whatever they want. Mr. T was the most important person. At WrestleMania one.
2: Yeah, her and Cindy, or uh, him and Cindy Lauper. Obviously, yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, obviously, Hulk Hogan is the bit, but like, does Hulk Hogan become the biggest star of all time if not for being involved in that match and getting the rub from Mister T? Yeah, and I mean, not all celebrities have worked, but you know, there have been some key ones. Yeah,
2: Uh, I'd say maybe in the early two thousands there's some pushback. I don't know, but yeah,
0: um, yeah. I, I mean, even Tyson, I guess, maybe was the first. Remember, I mean, the fans booed him pretty hard but i think they like kind of played into that too they kind of and mike tyson he's kind
2: of a heel figure at that point coming yeah i mean yeah yeah Yeah,
0: and then well you know i mean he's yeah, some other things too allegedly but yeah (laughs) i mean you know i i just think like about it like with this like it's kind of embarrassing sometimes how wrestling fans react to celebrities because i just think about like so this is early in the show my wife will probably be watching at this point before checking out and she'll be like intrigued by this because she watches snl
2: yeah i think it, i think it's the quality of the celebrities though too because like yeah. the crowd popped for gronk when he was at mania
0: that's true yeah you know but true. here you got
2: like the two snl guys and people are like what is this
0: you know it, it, it it's it's very dependent on the types of figures okay have. and i'm not saying these guys like should be in any feature position but i think this is fine yeah for a battle royal yeah um it's so no, then we go ahead. No bill fralick at wrestlemania 2 though now that <laughs> was a guy who knew what he was doing the fridge <laughs> Uh, Uh,
2: all right buddy murphy defending against tony Neese, the cruiserweight title i have not watched 205 live and i don't know how long which of you has watched 205 205 live recently either of you (laughs) justin's shaking his head no nope (laughs) we all know buddy murphy's had this title forever is tony niece actually the one to take uh, it from him it's been a couple weeks for me
0: I, i i'm worried about the future of 205 live
2: Well, there's reports out that, uh, that could be moving to FS one as part of the, uh, the Fox deal that came out the other day that they're already taping three hours of TV and with Fox losing UFC, they might want even more, you know, WWE content out there. So, uh, there's been rumors that they would have on Fox broadcast Smackdown for two hours, flip over to FS one. And I guess that would be the two Oh five live show. I can't imagine them splitting a third hour of SmackDown to no, a no, different network. So no. I would assume it'd be 205 Live or
0: something else that they come up with. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what that would be. But Tony, look, I feel we say this a lot when we break down these cruiserweight matches at the pay per views. You know, Buddy Murphy's great in the championship role, and such and such contender is just not the guy to beat him. And Tony Neese follows that pattern. Tony, God bless Tony Nice. Um, He's trying. I think he's pretty solid, but he's not the guy to be Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I would agree. All right,
2: Justin.
3: Yeah, Buddy Murphy.
2: Okay. So uh, let's go into the SmackDown tag title match. We talked about this a few minutes ago. Uso's recently re-signing WWE, according to PW Insider. So any uh, hopes those of you had for them jumping to AEW? Out the window. They're still with WWE defending their tag titles against... Alistair Black and Ricochet, The Bar and Nakamura and Rusev. Uh, I think on this one, i got to go with The Usos retaining.
3: What do you think, Justin? I don't want to fucking agree on everything, but that's kind (laughs) of where my head was at. I think The Bar has the worst chance. Um, Maybe if they want to actually make something out of this Rusev-Nakamura team, you put the belts on them and go with it. Uh, But... Uh yeah, I think you reward the Usos for signing uh, pen to paper. Mr. Ross?
0: Yeah, let's make it three for three with the Usos. Um They made a big deal last year about how they had never been on the main card. Remember that for Mania? Mm-hmm. And then the, it was kind of like a nothing match and they didn't win. I think this is the Usos getting a big win on the main card. I, I just... Black and Ricochet, I think, have the strongest argument because they're new and they've been presented well. But again, I just don't think... I think they're strong enough moving forward to stand on their own as singles. Um, I think they've been presented as a tag team so far, just due to some synergy with NXT, which isn't a terrible idea. Um, and for Justin's idea, Usos and the Hardys, I'm totally with them. That I love the story there, especially who's the great. They could tell who's the greatest tag team of all time. They could tell that story, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, that's something that I think if you let it breathe outside of WrestleMania, because again, I feel we've said this three or four times already on the show. Some of these lower card matches just don't have room to breathe on this card. And, you know, Uso's Hardys, I think, could be a big deal, and you just wouldn't want it to get lost in the shuffle. And there is the question, too, with the Hardys, how much do they have left to give in the tank? I know we're going to be talking about that with Kurt Angle, but, you know, maybe the Hardys, I don't know. I mean, should we temper our expectations for them uh, moving forward? Oh, well, I like this story. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Oh, I, I love the story. I love yeah. the story. I, I'm just saying, like you know, and if there are people who think they could, you know, the two teams could have this blow away ladder match, and it's the early aughts all over again. I'm not sure if that's fine. yeah, <laughs> yeah, not happening probably.
2: Uh, I know Justin was disappointed we were not getting a ladder match on this card, unfortunately.
0: Well, Money in the Bank has got moved up, right? This it's happening earlier. I think it's happening in may or something Mm -hmm. right am i right about that money in the bank 20 Uh, i'm not sure on that actually money in the bank 2019 in hartford home of wrestlemania 11
2: oh yeah wrestlemania 11 one of the great wrestlemania logos one of the worst wrestlemania shows i gotta say
0: uh yeah i think other than nine it's the worst yes it will be happening in hartford on may 19th
2: okay um all right so let's move this along to well i guess next on my list here is the ic title match so this is right up mr Joint's alley. we've got the demon returning against bobby lashley for the ic title justin who you got here
3: i think it needs to be finn in a squash yeah
2: got the demon he can't lose finally bringing out the demon right kyle yeah.
0: uh no i don't think you know maybe there will be a time when the demon loses but it sure isn't now on this card again um you know, with maybe time to some being an issue, I think doing the demon here, pivoting off what Justin said, uh, gives this a reason to be short. I, I think this is a match. Maybe I guess because it's Lashley would not benefit from length.
3: This this match is there's only one reason for it, and that's the demon
0: entrance. Yes. And that's yeah. fine to be honest with you. If you've ever yeah. Valor, fine. I mean, 100%. 100%. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you don't they don't all have to be blow away matches sometimes, it's just about getting over and looking good. And I think this is, you know, if Finn wins pretty definitively here as the demon, I think that's as good as anything for him. All right, so here's where it gets interesting with uh, we can probably start bringing up John
2: Cena's name. So, you got the U.S. title match, Samoa Joe defending against Rey Mysterio. Mysterio was. Sounds legit heard. On yeah, Monday. it was.
0: That's what, yeah, from all accounts, it's a legit
2: injury. I mean, multiple people reporting it's legit. So we've got John Cena hanging out there that he has signed on for a match. Now, the, ru- the not the rumor, the reports were out there that John Cena had signed on for a match before that injury. Yeah. Now, I suppose they could pivot for whatever they have planned for him. We know originally Joe Cena was talked about for Mania. So if Ray can't go, if you absolutely can't go, this could be a spot where you would you know, sub in John Cena. We've talked about before how Cena could get involved in the Elias segment. That seems very likely. They've got a history. and uh, Or, I mean, it's possible John Cena could get involved in that Angle Corbin situation. So I think we've got three places on the card where I could see John Cena getting inserted into the match. This is the first place. Um, Joe, Myster- if it is Joe Mysterio, who do we got winning this one, Kyle? I hope Joe gets a match. I want to say that because he, oh, this would be yeah. his first they, WrestleMania they cannot match. They leave him off this card. Yeah,
0: okay, I mean, as much as I say, oh, it's not about deserve. I hate the word deserve. You know, with Joe, you know, one year was injury, and the other year I just think it was kind of like timing coming back from an injury. This is his first Mania match, so I'd feel terrible for him. I guess you can take it. I mean, to doesn't take any money out of my pocket, but, you know, um, I'd feel bad for Joe. If Ray can't go, I think Kevin Owens is the best option, believe it or not. I, I just, I just think... Cena, I don't think you want to throw him in there. There's a story to tell with Cena and Joe. They're a long time, you know, they go back to the UPW days. I don't know if they would want to tell that story, but God damn it, I'd love to hear him tell it. So if they do do Joe and Ray, I keep coming back to the fact that I think they see Joe as this utility guy, but they're going to do something with this Dominic situation. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not teasing... They're not having Dominic on TV for him just to, like, you know, hug his dad at the end, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone's going to have... So, like, I guess I could see Joe losing and then beating up Dominic. Um, And if Ray wins, I would see him possibly being a transition guy to Andrade, who I think Andrade even... You know, as much as I, I think the U.S. title is a great spot for Joe, I think Andrade might be better in that role. So this is one of... The first of several matches in the mid card that I'm very conflicted on. Um, given, are,
3: I'm not conflicted at all.
0: Oh, Ooh, wow. There we go. I there, think, there,
3: there are a lot of babyface winners in this mania. This is the heel win
0: here. Okay. I think with maybe Ray, okay, let's say Ray can go, but he's not 100%. I think maybe with that injury concern, that's maybe reason to actually not put it on him. So I'm going to pick Joe, but if I'm wrong, I won't be surprised. And I don't necessarily think it would be wrong. I I think, you know, I'm going to say this with a couple other matches depends on what they have planned.
2: All right. So Justin, you got Joe. I agree. This is a kind of a hard one to pick. So I'm going to lean into the uh, so many baby faces winning theme as well and go with Joe here. But like Kyle said, wouldn't be surprised if they go a different direction, uh, but uh, I think Joe seems the most likely, and uh, also, I think this is a good point in the show to point out we haven't brought it up yet. Our friends at Wrestle Rumble are returning Ooh. with the WrestleMania contest, guys. So, official partner of the show, if you like listening to these preview shows and us speculating on who's going to win, and you like picking the matches ahead of time yourself, check out wrestlerumble.com. Ten dollars for an entry. Uh, you can make all the picks, you know, if we just just kind of wrapping up March Madness here coming this weekend, too. If you like making the brackets, this is the wrestling version. You pick the matches. Yeah, uh, They have prop bets, too, as far as, like, how long the matches are going to go, what the finishes are going to be. You can win real cash off of this, upwards of hundreds of dollars. Check them out at WrestleRumble.com. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you're already going to have fun watching WrestleMania. You want to make it even more entertaining. You got money on the line. Do it. WrestleRumble.com. Also this week. We will be giving away a free entry into the contest. So check us out on Twitter at Top Rope Nation, where I will reveal all the details on how you can win a free entry into Wrestle Money, WrestleMania 35 contest. All right. Another title match. <laughs> Here we go. The women's tag title match. We've got the Bailey and Sasha Banks defending in another Fatal 4-Way tag team match against Natalya and... Uh, wwe hall of famer beth phoenix naya jackson tamina snuka and the iconics <laughs> not <laughs> wwe hall of famer tamina snuka by the way no no <laughs> kyle's favorite member of the wwe
0: women's roster tamina snuka all right uh <laughs> <laughs> i just keep coming back to that tweet from a few months ago that pushing tamina is the worst thing vince Man has ever done with a snuka and by god that covers a lot of ground uh that's bad. That's <laughs> real bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't su- support those kind of tweets. That's terrible. <laughs> we
2: will get no retweets on Top Rope Nation's Twitter account about that. <laughs> God, that was um, funny. man, was so this funny. one this one is a little hard because I could see them doing a switch here. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look at those teams, Bailey and Banks are you know, the best duo to have the titles right now. So. I guess I would prefer to keep the titles on them, and uh, I mean, we've always talked about the breakup eventually of these two. They were hinting at it a year ago, and they never really went through
0: with it. You, you know what? Though credit to them because they're so much better in this role than they would have been. I think feuding.
2: <sighs> I think it's debatable. I mean, I think if they did feud they now they have the women's tag titles to give them a spot on yes. the card but for months and months both of them are languishing on the card and it could have it could have spiced it up a little bit but for right now yeah they're good they're a good tag team i think eventually you split them up and you have the slow build towards that so until that happens uh i'm gonna pick them retaining i think here kyle
0: yeah i think it's what we said uh at fast lane i Don't think you, you know, with your inaugural champions, I don't think you want to beat them quickly. I think you want to establish prestige with the titles. And something you said with when you kind of look around at the challengers, not seeing it, Tamina and Naya, that's not a good choice. Uh, Beth and Natty, that's not going to work a full-time schedule, so it's not going to be her um, winning. And, you know, I figured something out with the Iconics on Thursday or Tuesday, pardon me. Remember, you know, I, I said this months ago. I couldn't figure out if they're really good or really bad. <laughs> the Iconics. Yeah. It, it, it was bugging me. I was like, how? Like, I, I don't think there's been many or any acts that I've ever kind of struggled like that to, like, evaluate what I'm watching. I'm like, is this, like, really awesome or really bad? I, it, the light bulb went off Tuesday. You know what the issue with them is?
2: The promos they're, are awkward and nobody reacts.
0: Yes. Yes. But let's take it a step further. They don't play well in front of a live crowd. It's not that they're bad promos it or a bad shtick. It's a bad shtick to do in f- front of the live crowd out, you know, from behind the curtain. Because you're right, there are a lot of crickets with their jokes. And that just, like, it, whether it's what they're going for or whether that means, you know, anything, it just kind of feels bad. And that's been, like, the big difference between... NXT and WWE and it's something that not enough people make a big deal about when these acts jump from NXT WWE is going pre tape to live Mm -hmm. that some of these acts struggle with it's yes the booking sometimes is kind of wonky but you know when when you're going from exclusively pre-tape or 99% pre-tape to 99% live. That's a big difference. And I think that's the issue with the iconics is their shtick and promos don't work in front of the live audience.
2: So you think if they did the same thing
0: backstage, it'd come off better? Yes. Yeah, I agree. And Sasha and Bailey retain. All right. I actually Justin, this one this one I feel pretty strongly on. Justin.
3: Uh, <clears throat> I thoroughly enjoyed the iconics on Tuesday and Boston Hug
0: connection are winning. <laughs> so you were making noise, is what you're saying.
3: Yes, from my couch. I'm, yes. like, screaming along. <laughs> so,
0: so, so, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying that it comes off worse because no one in the live crowd reacts.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. That's fine. I still enjoyed it.
0: I'm not saying you shouldn't. <laughs>
3: Stop trying to tell me how to watch my wrestling. <laughs> All right. AJ
2: Orton. Um, this is another one. This is kind of hard <laughs> to predict. Mm-hmm. Uh, It should be a good match. This is a sleeper match to uh, be one of the top matches on the card. I think depending on how long it goes, that's one of our listeners sent in. And I agree with that. Take, um, man, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go throw it to you guys. I'm not quite sure who I'm taking on this one. Justin, let me go to you first.
3: So this initially, initially was like one of those, like, okay, we have a lot of baby faces that are going to be going over in title matches. So this has got to be Orton's, but then they, they, did the finish on tuesday because like that's what i was certain the finish was going to be was the the uh aj styles phenomenal forearm into the rko mm-hmm. um so now i mean now that that alone made me think well shit they're going to do styles now because they gave away the finish so i'm guess i'm gonna go aj
1: that
2: is a that's an interesting take, and I hadn't thought of that. And I I agree with that. Yeah, Kyle.
0: A great take. It's an absolutely great take because I think the psychology of this match could be really good again if they're given time. Because I think they're going to work. If what I would do if I was agenting this match is I'd work the whole thing around the RKO where, you know, because like they made such a big deal, like Orton. Well, who cares if you got all these cool moves? I got one, and it always wins. And so it should just be him constantly going for the RKO and AJ trying to maneuver around it. I think that's the way to work this match. Um, As much as a lot of people, perhaps you too, maybe myself, maybe some of our listeners don't want to admit it, is this a match where there's no traditional babyface traditional heel?
2: I was thinking about that when I was going through my head how to pick it because both these guys get cheered, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, like, as much as, again, some people that listen, listen to podcasts, this one or others, don't want to admit it, when Randy Orton went through his spiel, people cheered, you know, his anti indie spiel, people mm-hmm. cheered that. So I, I think this whole thing where it's like, yeah, man, ever, you know, and, you know, mania crowd's a little different than, you know, um, can't remember where they were on Tuesday, but you know, I don't Baltimore, think, this is, I think, yes, I don't yeah. think this is, I don't think this is a tradition, great wrestling town, Baltimore. Um, this is not a traditional baby face heel match. Um, do we think in the shakeup, AJ maybe needs to go to, I know he's the AJ Styles. He's, it's the house, you know, SmackDown's the house that he built. But does he maybe move to Raw? Do we think that might be an idea for him? Cause he's been on SmackDown a while. And I think with this match, it's it's kind of about what the future plan. This is a very hard match to call because it's about what they do with them in the future. If it's a one-off, I think AJ does win. If it's not a one off, I think Orton wins.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I think I don't see them carrying this on because I agree, AJ, I think needs to move. And then if you got Seth winning the Universal title, you can do the Rowan Styles feud eventually, yeah, which fresh. would be awesome. So
0: it's a fresh match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think- fresh opponents.
2: I think I'll go with AJ. I don't. I don't see this as a long term program. I'm gonna go with AJ.
0: And they had a good match a couple of years ago on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll check that out if I have some time. Where they actually, I remember. I think they did the phenomenal form, but he pump faked on it and got Orton to go down. Like you know, like you know, botch the RKO kind of.
2: You know where he it like makes sense here then, since he just that just happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I so. think. I think the psychology. I'm looking forward to the psychology of this. Yeah. Because I am an nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Uh Shano Mac and the Miz. This one is now Falls Count Anywhere as of Tuesday night. Um, that no, was feel, announced last week. I thought they are you sure? I thought they announced that Tuesday night. No?
0: I think in the promo two weeks ago. Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. Covering SmackDown, I don't even know that. But I, I almost wrote an article Tuesday night. Good thing I didn't, that that was a new stipulation. That's yeah. why I was pretty certain it was new. I don't remember hearing that. But, all right. So, whatever. Whenever they announce it, it's a false Count Anywhere match, which uh, would lend itself to Shane possibly having a chance to win here. Um, but, you know, Shane's not a full-time member of the roster, so I think I'm going to go with The Miz. Kyle?
0: This is like AJ Norton for me. Is this going to be a one-off or is this going to be a multi-match program? Uh it feels like it has more legs. Believe I can't believe I'm saying that, but it feels like it could go on a little longer. Um I think it's the right move to make it a false count anywhere because these two probably need some bells and whistles. I don't mean that to be a shot at either guy. I think the Miz is underrated, but the Miz's his strength is character work. Shane O'Mac's strength is, you know, doing that one high spot every match. Neither guy's strength is brawling. And so I'm kind of interested to watch this to see, you know, how good of a brawl this is. I I think there's going to be a lot of bells and whistles. Um, Miz is another guy. Given that Miz and Mrs. is a USA show and SmackDown's leaving USA, doesn't the Miz have to go to Raw eventually? for the synergy you would think yeah so, okay so i i mean i don't know if that means anything for necessarily for this match but again if it's a one-off Miz wins if it's not a one-off shane's gonna win
2: okay yeah that makes sense because when they're on fox they're probably not gonna want to promote a usa network show yeah. so yeah i agree and i think i think i had heard something about that was gonna pose some issues so yeah that makes sense all right
3: uh justin it's tough. it definitely the way they've built it. It feels like Miz needs to get the win. Um, at the same time, as I've repeated almost every time here, we need some heel wins. Um, and that would be a really good way to, if you're building up this babyface Miz, is to get some sympathy on him by having him lose on the grandest stage. Um, and having said that, I'm going to go with the Miz. <laughs> All right.
2: And that brings us to Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns, and oh, yeah. uh, Roman Reigns. Here's a guy who can't seem to get the victory at WrestleMania. Um, it, this is interesting because do you have him lose yet again at WrestleMania? You know, then you have the a heel getting a victory here on the babyface heavy show, or does Reigns get the feel good moment coming back from leukemia to emerge victorious at WrestleMania? Yes, Justin.
3: The The interesting outcome is having them lose and build a story through that. I just can't imagine them not going with the feel-good moment of Reigns being victorious. Mm-hmm. But
0: to Justin and Ever, all of our point, there's going to be a lot of feel-good moments on this show. But, you know, it is Roman, and I think, you know, This is kind of something they, you know, and they should feel strongly about. And there's, (laughs) there's a sense of irony now that, you know, the mania that there's not going to be this backlash against him. You know, he might not get the win. I think either guy going over, there's a, there's a strong argument for both Roman. We know it. It's just been laid out. Feel good moment.
3: Drew. It makes him.
0: Yes. And if, Again, when you look at possible contenders down the line for Seth Rollins, presuming Seth wins, maybe he doesn't. Drew McIntyre makes a lot of sense as that you know as a top challenger for Seth. You know whether they do it like right away or build it for a couple months. I think that would make sense. I think it really it has to do with two things. If you're in the writer, and since we're not in the writers' room, we don't know. How much faith do they have in Drew McIntyre? Do they see him as a top guy? And is Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar? If Brock Lesnar's beating Seth Rollins, then there actually really is no reason to have Drew go over here. But if Seth wins that match, he obviously needs challengers, and you know Drew's a logical one. So again, these were the three. I think we hit the three in a row: AJ Orton, Miz, Shane, and drew roman where i'm just like totally vast it's like i'm not in the writers room i don't know it depends what they have planned Mm -hmm. there isn't a right answer it's not one of these things where if they don't do it my way i'm not gonna piss and moan like some of these people because they didn't subscribe to my fantasy booking
2: (laughs) yeah uh, i think i think either choice is solid and yeah it completely depends on the probably the direction of the universal title match so um I guess, you know, I think Seth is probably going to go over. Spoiler alert. So if, if I think Seth is going to go over, McIntyre makes more sense. But then yeah, it, it just pulls me back. How do they have Reigns lose after everything he's gone through? So uh, I think I'll go with Reigns here. And then I think McIntyre gets a win back at some point.
0: And, and you know, like, it's one of those things where, like, in a different era, We would listen to that scenario, like you know, like what? All right, he loses the first time, but he gets like, yeah, it's it's 2019. There's a lot of television. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You you can have you. You're right. You could have Drew get the win back sometime. Yeah. All right.
2: Kurt Angle's final match. Oh, do I have takes here, baby? (laughs) I knew you would. Baron Corbin, the Applebee's manager, across the ring from him. What do you got, Kyle?
0: Okay, here's where we expose hypocrisy of the uh, uh, fans again. You know what they're okay. So much you always hear this narrative, and it's not one that I disagree with for the record. Of old guy should put over the new guy, right? You don't hear that at all for this match because it's Corbin. Yeah, and I'm not saying Baron Corbin will win, should win, but if I, you know, I always say, you know, I, we talk about this in the show. You know, eh, I wouldn't die on that hill if I was in the writers' room. If I'm in the writer's room, I would bring up the idea of Baron Corbin winning. I absolutely the, would. The nuclear heat that <laughs> that would receive would be tremendous.
2: You got to balance out these crowd reactions. If you got Seth going over, right? If you got Kofi going over, if you have Becky going over, if those three are in the cards,
0: why not have Baron Corbin okay. win? Here's the problem with Baron Corbin. I think I, I was trying to think this morning when preparing for the show. And I'm pretty sure whenever it was eight, nine months ago, we all agreed on this top point. We all said with Corbin we liked this constable gimmick when they started doing we're like, oh, this is kind of amusing. It's a good spot for him. But I think we all also came to the conclusion, you know, the whole like, you know, like you mentioned the Applebee's manager, how he dresses. It's not a main event heel gimmick. It's a, he's an effective heel, but it's not a main event heel gimmick, and I think that's the disconnect with Baron Corbin right now. You know where the angst is. Mm-hmm. You know people. He's a good heel, especially in this modern age. I mean, there are if I'm again, if I'm a writer, there are so many vignettes I would love to do with Baron Corbin, like going to like fans' houses and like breaking their DVDs, <laughs> like r- <laughs> just destroying their wrestling connection. Like I, I mean, I would just have so much like I like, you know, like how they have like there's like you know sometimes you'll see it with the rest, there's some of this angst against a certain portion, you know, against that fan base who thinks they're smart, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. All of that angst, I would channel through Baron Corbin's character, if I'm <laughs> right. Like, all of it. Like, it, and I think it would work. Um, that, you know, and, and Kurt stood tall on Raw, too. You know, like, I mean, he was, he had Corbin in the ankle lock. Mm-hmm. So let me just flip this question. For, is there in argument that Baron Corbin should win this match.
3: Yeah, of course. He's the one who's going to be around for a while, and he could use that for how long?
0: Yeah. Is he going to win?
3: No. <laughs> and, and and here's the thing is, uh, Kurt Angle's matches, like he's just not <laughs> good in the ring anymore. No. And you can't give this match a lot of time And because you can't give it a lot of time, you're not going to squash Kurt Angle on his farewell match.
0: That would be pretty dick. Oh, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. But but (laughs) by God, has the real Vince McMahon returned to pro wrestling? Finally. (laughs) Has the Vince McMahon who told Bret Hart, don't let the door hit your ass on the way out in Montreal of November 1997, is he back? I don't think he is. You're right. Um, Kurt Angle's probably going to win. And I want to talk about, after... Ryan gives us pick. I want to talk about John Cena. Yeah, I, I got
2: Kurt Angle too.
0: Okay. John Cena here actually makes no sense to Russell Kurt Angle. It's fan fiction. So it's one of those things that we talked about and somebody on Twitter, you know, when we had Andrew on, like he pointed this out how these, these things gain steam on Twitter. Somebody pointed out, it's like, oh, hey, Cena was Angle's, or, or Angle was Cena's first match, so wouldn't it be cool if, um, seen it was Angle's last match. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. And WWE, to their, you know, to be fair, opened themselves up to some criticism. they like, who would you like to see Kurt Angle wrestle, okay? But looking at the dynamic, like, does it make sense for, like... Because, you know, Justin is completely... Kurt Angle cannot go long. I mean, he's bad. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, the, the, other than Tamina, there isn't a worse worker in the company right now. Oh, that's... That's harsh. I'm sorry, That's man. Yeah. I love Kurt Angle. Look, man, I saw the, the tweet you had. He was unbelievable. The, how quick he picked up pro wrestling, uh, you know, is incredible. Like, yeah. I mean, like I remember watching him in those tags and like the SmackDown six era. Oh, being be like, is Kurt Angle one of the top guys in the world, like a couple of years in my God. But like that, that, that time has passed. And, mm-hmm. um, So, you know, doing this dramatic match with John Cena, I just logistically think would be a nightmare. And, you know, what would John Cena gain by beating Kurt Angle? And, like, do you really want to bring John Cena back? You know, because Cena losing has value. Do you you want to do that with Kurt Angle out the door? I, I just think logistic. Like, I think there's a story there, but I think the logistics of the result and the match itself actually make no sense whatsoever. And it was just something that gained a lot of traction on Twitter and, um, I don't think it was, Yeah, you know, I mean, may, I, I get, you know, I mean, a lot of people are still talking about, Oh, maybe he comes out, but that makes even less sense. Like he comes out, Kurt, you know, is Kurt going to tap Corbin in like 10 seconds? And then John's going to come out. How about we do this one more time? I mean, I guess that works. But again, what do you do with the result? I mean, Cena's kind of a dick if he comes down and beats him then.
2: Now I think if it built if it had been built up as Cena Angle I think Cena would win. I don't I don't think Angle would win that match. Okay. Yeah, I think it'd be like it'd be like Flair going out losing to Shawn Michaels. I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah. So, um but yeah, with Baron Corbin, I'm sorry, I think Angle's going to win here. But uh there is an argument, of course, as Justin said, to, to have Corbin go, or he's the guy that's going to be around week in and week out at this point. But uh, it's Kurt, Hang- it's Kurt Angle, Hall of Famer. At one point, was arguably one of the top workers in the business. So uh, I'm going to go
0: with Angle. So what do we, what do we think about John Cena? That because I think we need to put a bow on that. Do we think he just does something with Elias? At right now, right now, I would think Elias is the most likely scenario because they, uh, they did something last year at Mania. Like Elias came out and interrupted him when he was waiting for Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I, uh, yeah, it, it makes sense. There's a logical storyline explanation for it. So, uh, and they've been giving Elias a lot of TV time all around New York building up this segment and, uh, if he just comes out and sings and that's it, that's going to be kind of underwhelming. Like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, something I mean, has to happen. I mean, for God's sake, I mean, bring the bushwhackers out. You
2: know? <laughs> well, last year the rumor was for a long time it was going to be something with The Rock. He was calling The Rock out. He couldn't get that to work uh, with his schedule. So I think Cena this year, yeah, makes sense. So I'm gonna go with the uh, Cena and Elias, and probably then just a really brief match. So uh, Justin, where are you leaning for Cena?
0: Uh, I don't know.
3: Uh, sure. Elias sounds good.
0: My God. Kyle. The Tottenham, are the Tottenham Hotspurs on the pitch on, on, uh, third, on Wednesday night based on that answer? I mean, I know. Uh, it was
3: a... s- seriously? Yes.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Love it. They, 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 op- they, you're, you're, they opened you're... their new stadium today, and I have it on DVR. Oh, my oh. God.
2: You are watching it right now, aren't you? Turn that, web yeah, cam, turn that webcam right now to that television. I want to see it. <laughs> they had a big gag job I read over the weekend, didn't they?
3: Oh, that's great. Yeah, they've been playing very poorly. Yeah. We're about to get our first win, though. Hmm. Did you check spoilers? Yeah, of right. course. <laughs> All right. Triple H Batista,
2: the aforementioned fantastic brief promo by batista on monday night i love that he got a great reception in his hometown of dc this is no holds barred if triple h loses he must retire i always hate that stipulation guys
0: yeah
3: it, it triple h is winning i mean yeah. <laughs> that, that just killed i don't know whatever. at that they point you know boy, triple h is
0: winning which was seemed pretty obvious anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, isn't there? I, I know, again, there, this is logistic. Like, I think Batista has just signed, like, unless if there's some secret stuff going on that hasn't been reported, he's only signed through the show. So it would make no sense to have him win. God, there'd be an argument. What if, like, he was, it had been turned out he was secretly backed by Vince or something like that to, like, you know, Vince was mad at Hunter or something, like the way he was <laughs> doing things. But look, ultimately, my problem with this match, I think I stated it two weeks ago on the show. Hunter as a baby face winning a Hunter-style match is just not that appealing. And this is a match that, you know, card placement or match placement, I should say, on the card is going to be huge on this show. You know, they got to spread the – you know, I'm interested to see where this goes. I think this match, if it if it's late in the card, I think it, it could get hurt. I, I think it might suffer. Um, And Triple H – I think I brought it up last week. I don't know if he's had a good match at Mania as a baby face yeah, before. Yeah,
2: we talked about that last week. I mean, as a fan, I that's why I hate the stipulation. I'd like to think that there's a possibility of Batista winning. Um, honestly, for a long time, I think I've said it on this show, Batista was one of those guys that... I wanted to see come back more than anything of, of all the past guys. Like it, this was, this yeah. was the guy I wanted
0: to see return. And it feels like he's got more legs. Like if this is it, yeah. I kind of like, you know, darn it. Like, damn it. I wanted to see more of Batista. Um, the, 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 the stipulation that, you know, I I'm with you guys. They did it a few years, you know, last time in East Rutherford against Lesnar. I didn't like it then really. And the thing that makes it not work. He's a part-time guy. And he's, like, so high up. Like, it just is sort of, like, it's kind of hollow. Like, you know, it's like Triple H, it's like, you know, he's just a guy who should, like, wrestle once or twice a year when he damn well pleases anyway. So it's not like, like, what's he, like, oh, my God, we're, you know, that one match a year we're not going to get. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, when
2: you don't have a guy working every week that might have to retire, yeah, it definitely loses some of the steam. What
0: would be the more fun surprise, Corbin winning or Batista?
2: Uh, Batista,
3: yeah, ending a career, yeah, that wasn't already announced, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You agree, Kyle?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah,
2: <laughs> all right, so I'll go with Triple H, but uh, I want to see more of Batista. And Batista wanted to uh, work the house show circuit, he talked a lot about that the last several years. That he loves working the house shows, and I'd like to see that happen. That's
1: what makes
0: me think, like, is this really. It. Like, I, yeah, like you know it just he, sometimes it like, seem right
3: no he was saying that years ago like and he's since and he's saying he just wants that one last match and he just really wanted it to be triple h yeah, like he didn't I, really want to come back and work anybody else or yeah put, you know some other guy over yeah yeah
2: but he, lo- he loves he loves working house shows he said it over and over again that that's where he has the most fun so yeah he wants the triple h match but i'd like to see him wrestle some more So I don't know. I hope I hope they can work it out, but we'll see. Uh, All right. So this brings us to like the top three matches on the card now. And we've already kind of talked about who we think is going to win every single one of them. But
0: I feel like like we went through this card in five minutes. I mean, you know,
2: (laughs) we're almost at an hour and a half on this broadcast. (laughs) We haven't even touched
0: on NXT. So, uh, yeah, or Joey Ryan's penis. <laughs> By the way, I look, man, I don't mean to be a dick. Anyone who signs up for that should be put on a list, and I ain't talking about the list of Jericho either. Okay. Wait, Signed signs up for what? Up for <laughs> you haven't heard about this Joey
2: Ryan thing? The penis party thing or whatever it is that he's doing. The meet
0: and greet. Touch it.
2: Oh my god. Yes. You're you're saying you wouldn't do that, Kyle Russ.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of things i do at mania weekend that's touching hey, another man's ryan, dong ryan, is Joey ryan or otherwise it's pretty low
3: ryan remember when you asked me if i wanted to go to wrestlemania weekend you need to re-ask me now <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
2: i uh a lot of dick references on this broadcast in the last couple minutes <laughs>
3: let's touch some dick <laughs>
2: I did see Joey Ryan's making an appearance in Des Moines, Iowa, in a little over a month, Justin. So if you want to, if you want your chance at that, make your way down uh, Interstate 35. No comments.
0: Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> if you do it under a bridge, you might get in a lot of trouble.
2: <laughs> All right, Brian Kofi, I feel like you got to do the title switch here after the way this has been built up. Even if it's short term and he doesn't have it very long. This is Kofi's moment, Kofi Kingston, my pick, Kyle.
0: Yes. And I agree. Uh now I think there seems to be this prevailing wisdom, do it. It'll be a short run. But don't cut your nose off to spite your face. Let the damn thing go as long as it can. And when when you start to see, eh, okay, it's winding down, then you can change it back. But um yeah, Kofi Kingston needs to win here. Absolutely needs to win. I even something like New Day turning on Kofi and costing him or or a jealous KO or Ali, y- yeah, it would draw a lot of heat, but it might be the wrong heat in this situation. I think Kofi needs to go over, by the way, something not talked talk about. Daniel Bryan's probably not working in Saudi Arabia, right, which mm-hmm. is the next major show, so you probably need to take the title off him anyway.
2: Yeah. All right, J-Man.
3: Yeah, I, no matter where you put this, on the show this could really turn off the crowd if for some reason you had daniel bryan win i i think i'd made
0: <laughs> what a com- statement that is
3: um i i think i commented a couple weeks ago that like for this one you could do like daniel bryan winning then on smackdown you have kofi get the win um I, I now lean more towards that being a possibility for, I'm sure the next match we're going to talk about, which is Rollins and Lesnar is you, you know, when was the last time Lesnar won on or even wrestled on raw, you know, to maybe get that heel win on this card, you have it be Lesnar. Then you let Rollins get the win on raw. Having said that I'm, Going Kofi and I'm going Rollins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we we broke down that Rollins uh, Lesnar match on last week's show quite a bit, where it's it's a situation where you just want to see Brock Lesnar just get away from this title already. And you know, I wouldn't be shocked if Lesnar retains again, just because the build to this match has been so underwhelming. And longtime listeners of the show know I love Seth Rollins, but man. The excitement is not there. I think to pick Seth it's just um, finally get the universal title.
0: I think, off he's, of Brock cut, I think he's cut a couple underrated. maybe. Yeah, bro, the last. Yeah, one. I I agree. Agree. yeah, and yeah I think the crowds but,
3: behind him. Uh, um, the thing that sure. worries me is the fact that he was standing tall on the go home. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. and a lot of people on Twitter said, "Oh, fuck, Brock's winning." Are we all in agreement? So, Justin, the question you posed—that famous question—about a month or so ago, with. Are all three of these baby faces going over? Is Seth the one that we all feel is least likely? If if there's one that doesn't go over, is it Seth? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I agree. Yes, because it's yes. Because of Brock, right? Because of the yeah. opponent.
2: Yeah, but the build but, of this match of those three has by far been number three, right? Yes. Would you agree? Yes.
0: yes, absolutely. And you know something we didn't mention last week. I read the Observer and, and Dave made it a, a point that I, I should have thought of. Seth was been kind of banged up, so he hasn't even really been able to work a lot too so like mm-hmm. you know and, you know Brock his persona non grata you know storyline so there just hasn't been a lot you know to sink your teeth into with these guys I mean they've done the video packages which I think have been okay and Seth's got a couple good baby face promos but hasn't been there God I think Seth should win though just you know there's an irony with Brock I think one of the WWE's biggest issues and if I was a wrestler and heard this I would want to kick my ass <laughs> I would I, I, Wrestlers are not booked anymore; like they have a shelf life. And Brock Lesnar is exhibit A, B, C, D, E, and F of that. When we we I referenced the Triple H Brock match last time they were in East Rutherford, that was like so shitty at the time that like Brock lost for a second time in three matches. I'm like, what are they doing? They bring this guy back and they have him lose twice in his first three matches because he lost the first one to Cena. He beats Triple H at Summerslam, then he loses Triple. H. And, like, now we've gotten to a point all these years later where he's, like, unstoppable, but, like, no one cares as much anymore. It's like, why was he not unstoppable out the gate? You know, now it's just, like, get rid of this guy already. Mm-hmm. Um, match, what do we think about the match quality? Oh, I I, I think it could be excellent. Do we I, think I, it'll I, be better than Brian versus Kofi?
3: N- no. It all depends on time. Yeah. No, probably.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think Brian Kofi is like people who like don't think that's gonna be a match of the year contender. I think, or has a chance to. I think are crazy.
3: Yeah, I mean, at the same time, I mean, if you give the, if Brock Lesnar's invested like he kind of has been with uh, Brian and Finn, uh, I think you could get a hell of a match out yeah, of him, especially that, with Seth Rollins. If that's he true. Some time.
0: Yeah, I mean. Brock versus the Athletic or throw AJ into two years ago at Survivor Series. Those matches have all been good. And, you know, Seth is. I don't think people pay enough attention. Seth's bigger than all those guys.
3: He's, oh, yeah. A, I he, saw the nude pictures.
2: Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How many scotches have you
0: had, Justin? <laughs> God, I wish I had. By the way, on that note, I wish I had another Jamison Highball. I've been I drank that in the first ten minutes of the show, and I've been like crying that I don't have anymore. But um, you know, so like, you know, I think that's something to watch too. Like, it's not going to be. I mean, Brock will still do the suplex city shit, but it's not the size difference will be not quite as pronounced here because Seth's a bigger guy than Finn, Daniel, or AJ.
3: But Seth is, you know, he can. Flip just as much. as oh, yeah, those guys. I mean, oh
0: sure, I think it will be worked in a similar style for sure.
2: All right, yeah, I think I mean it should be a pretty good match, but uh, I I would take Kofi. Brian should be a better one. Um, all right, so the women's match, the uh the final match, I think it's hard to pick against Becky Lynch here, so I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. Guys, yeah,
3: same. I I think the bigger question is who does she beat? I think she beats Charlotte um i don't think ronda's going to be gone for good and they can just save that up for maybe you know mania next year is that yeah. Ronda says you never beat me and then yeah. you get that one-on-one match that everybody is all crying about now so yeah, i i think i, I think becky beat charlotte for the titles
0: yeah that's i agree with that 110 percent, maybe even 172 percent. quite frankly <laughs> um this match is going to be very good.
3: Yeah, there's no way they will not let this fail. They're oh. gonna, they're going to treat it like the match last year. Well, this women are main eventing WrestleMania for the first time ever. They are going to have this thing complete, completely mapped out, uh, and and the only thing that could go wrong with it is, you know, a mental fart or a <sighs> physical lapse during the match. But this thing is going to be booked to the gills.
0: Okay. If you look at Rhonda's matches, which I've enjoyed for the most part, um, Becky's Charlotte matches, like The Last Woman Standing, um, the TLC match they had with Asuka, there's been a certain level of violence in those matches that is generally missing from modern wrestling. There is going to be a lot, I believe, of creative license in this match. What I mean, I think they're going to, be, they're going to let them do a lot of things. Um, that you don't normally see in WWE matches.
3: Blood, lots of blood.
0: <laughs> I don't think we're going to see that. That would be tr- problematic, I think, with some of the sponsors. But I know for a fact, sponsors think blading is like the most insane thing they've ever heard. Like, if you talk to like corporate people, like, oh, yeah, by the way, we like, you know, some of the guys, they slice their forehead to bleed. They're like, what? Like, <laughs> people these meetings look at these people like, what in the fuck are you people doing? <laughs> um, I think it's going to be an insane brawl especially coming off that go home mm-hmm. um and you know people be like oh you know they're letting them do you know you need some of these you know tools like maybe here on like barstool sports or something oh, you know, they're, they're letting the women do all this stuff but you know there's a pretty famous match in wrestlemania history bret hart and steve austin where they took a creative license didn't they and that sure helped that match they sure did Yep. So, I don't want, and you know, I, my buddy Chad, I was to you, he's like, you know, he told me to listen to the um, Something to Wrestle that Pritchard did for WrestleMania 13. According to Bruce, did you guys know this? They did not green light that blade job beforehand. I, yeah, I've I, heard
3: that. I'd heard that long before the
0: Something okay. to Wrestle. With. Yeah. I, I, that was news to me. So he's like, well, yeah, well, they did that on their own. Well, I'm like, well, it doesn't make a difference. And if anything, it makes them to be smarter today if they're preparing for the creative license to make it more important. You know, I mean, to me, it's like insane that they they wouldn't I, want. I, it
2: this. might have, I can't, it might have been in Brett's book. I'm not sure. I haven't read okay. it in about 11 years, but
0: I I, think... I'm pretty
3: sure I remember it from Stone Cold did a podcast where he commentated over the match, and I'm pretty sure he mentioned it on that.
0: And okay. bladed him, too, because Austin at that time wasn't um,
3: comfortable with it.
0: Yeah, he, he didn't blade a lot because you know WCW they didn't blade at all when yeah. he was there, mm-hmm. and you know, and I and he had never been in a key position to blade in WWE. F. so um yeah, that's just so I think there's going to be a, I think this is going to be an insane brawl that is going to be very good. I think either this or Brian Kingston is the match of the night, Ryan. You completely uh hit the nail on the head Becky's winning. Yes. And beating Charlotte.
2: So you'll get your WrestleMania moment to close out the show, Becky Lynch holding both titles, fireworks going off around MetLife Stadium. That seems the uh likely scenario.
0: Okay. It's winner take all, but they're not using the term unified. Now, that could be because Vince McMahon woke up on Monday and decided he didn't like the term unified. (laughs) Um, Or it could mean they're going to do something where Becky's not going to be a double champion down the line. What do we think about that, Becky or whomever wins the future of the title? Is it going to, are they, it would be weird if she dropped one of them.
2: It would, and we've, we've all been pretty vocal. I think all of us are on the same page that we would prefer. They have one world champion, men's and women's, on yes. both shows. So I would prefer them to do the uh, classic unifying of the titles. Uh, but I think with the brand split, with SmackDown going to Fox, they're probably going to split them up again at some point. This is just kind of a short-term thing. Justin? I, I,
3: I It's so easy to figure this out. Oh. It's, it's hey, you know, first first pay-per-view after WrestleMania, she has to defend both of them in different matches, and that's how she ends up losing one.
1: Oh,
0: oh.
3: If if she's going to have both of them, she has to defend both of them, but not at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Now who now who would order that that crown prince motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. That's
2: the line of the show right there. <laughs> By the way, I, I didn't find this in time when we were talking Don't about shoot the match. Me. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I didn't find this in time when we were talking about the match, but when we were talking about Brock Seth, I was frantically searching on my iPad to try to find when the last time Brock wrestled on TV was, since Justin had pointed out maybe this is a scenario where he drops on uh, Raw later on. The last time Brock Lesnar wrestled on WWE television outside of a pay-per-view, March 2nd, 2004, Brock Lesnar defeats Hardcore Holly on WWE SmackDown in Savannah, mm-hmm. Georgia, according to CageMatch.net. 2004. Mm-hmm. So, up, uh, Matt,
0: bro, remember that they had, they were they did a title match at the Rumble <laughs> that year. <laughs> That's insane though. 15 years ago, there you they, go. They teased one with Rollins. Remember the night after Mania 31 when Seth did the cash in. Mm-hmm. They teased it and like they did some didn't like Brock kick Michael Cole's ass or something like that, and then they suspended him off TV. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed they haven't talked about Mania 31 and the finish at all in the build for this. You know, I think Seth, I think there's a story to be told, and they could spin it where Seth's like, Hey, man, I, I beat this guy once, I'm gonna beat him again. I didn't like the way I beat him the first time, I'm a different guy now, and I want to beat him straight up man to man. I'm a little
3: Surprised uh, they
0: never did that but he didn't beat brock he beat roman reigns that's a good point he didn't pin him that's a very good take watch the product kyle <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: all right so man this has been a hell of a broadcast guys we're getting close to two hours <laughs> so we definitely don't have time to to uh break down all the nxt uh, but any final thoughts on WrestleMania? And then we'll just kind of give the uh, highlights for NXT and match of the night kind of thing. That's that.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I'm pretty, I think, I think we've covered it.
2: Pretty we've well. covered yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's been pretty intense. So uh match of the night. Let's just do this. What do you think is going to be the match of the night? I'm sure next week we'll talk about on uh, episode 92, what we thought to take over. Uh, we'll probably talk about it Sunday night. I'm pretty sure at least I have got a confirmation from Justin, but I know me and Kyle, had kind of agreed last week. We're gonna do a pay-per-view post show live after WrestleMania. Gonna be a long night, but it's worth it. It's the biggest wrestling night of the year. So, guys, uh subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash top rope nation. You can join us live now. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, we're live every week on Patreon. Uh, but this one will be open to the world. We will be streaming on YouTube for everyone live, immediately following WrestleMania, youtube.com slash top rope nation. Sure, we'll talk about takeover that night too. We'll but be open to as, the universe. Open to the universe. That's right. But uh, as far as match of the night for NXT, which talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I mean it. It has the potential to be one of the best, if not the best, takeovers of all time. We'll see if it delivers or not. New Orleans last year would probably have something to say about that. I'm gonna go with the with the uh, Riddle Dream match to echo our boy Derek Chappelle, earlier in the broadcast. I think. Uh, I think this is the match where Matt Riddle opens a lot of eyes for the uh the WWE universe. You know, he's we all know he's great, but I don't think he's had that match where the WWE mm. fans have understood why this guy is such a great professional wrestler. So I think I think uh Riddle dream for me is going to be the match of the night. Kyle?
0: Uh it certainly could. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh I think the other one would be Pete Dunne and WALTER.
2: Yeah, that should also. Be I, it's fantastic. going to
0: be one of those two. I mean, I think both of those, you know, have very, very high expectations. Um, I think, um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Some of the reports coming out of the Florida Loop said Dream and and Riddle were working very well together, and that we should have high expectations for that. So, yeah,
3: yeah, definitely. I, I think it'll be uh, Cole and Gargano. <laughs> 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 um, two out of two out of three falls. Two great workers. The, the, Gargano doesn't disappoint and big uh, take. What is it? What what is he? Mister Takeover or something like that? Johnny, Johnny Takeover, Takeover. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, should fuck he win off, the title? Be
3: one of those two matches.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Gargano win the title here? Because isn't there an argument that him winning the title, you know, with you know the with Champa being hurt, doesn't it kind of ring a little hollow? That story. Of Gargano, my God, Johnny Gargano, the 12 year old boy, it's finally happened. Um, And what would you do with Undisputed here? Like, you know, they were teasing me even before the chomp injury. This is going to be our year. We're going to hold all the titles. I think Adam Cole, baby, wins it. And I think you do a scenario where, like, they constantly have Johnny outnumbered, put Johnny in that back in the traditional babyface role, which he should have been in the whole fucking time in 2018. And I don't know. It depends with this chomp injury. I mean, Champa returning by Johnny's side to oppose undisputed era to me is the storyline that they should have done in 2018. Um, and I think it's the one that they should look to do moving forward, but that's just me.
2: Well, we shall see.
0: Gosh. Well, what do you, I mean, who's your pick for that match?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I think if, if uh Gargano wins it, they can work that into a story with um with Ciampa whenever he returns that you know he won the belt but he never really lost it and they, mm-hmm. they rekindle
3: all that. Uh the the question with that though is like is Ciampa even gonna return? Yeah, yeah, that
0: is. I mean, you're right, you really cannot be making I, I don't think Tomasa Ciampa can be in storylines right now, <laughs> given everything.
2: And well, and then with that said, that I don't think that should take away from not, you know, that shouldn't make yeah. you not put the belt on Johnny here. Okay. Um man, it's it's a tough pick. I Gargano's been though there for so long though that I feel like I'm I'm leaning towards him.
3: Yeah, especially now like the big part of I think him going to the main roster was to be with Chompa. So why not have him win the belt and uh stay in NXT for a while? Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go with Gargano. Still love my idea of Gargano winning and Vince McMahon coming down at the end of the show saying I'm disappointed, <laughs> you hunter. Plans change. And Dave Batista <laughs> comes out and just power bombs Gargano. Uh, I would be, I I mean, I'll just start like doing that thing where like people just start typing consonants like on Twitter. Like as their tweet? Like that'll just be my entire Twitter feed, will just be me typing all consonants if that would happen. <laughs>
2: Uh all right, guys. Well, it's gonna be a hell of a weekend. You got take takeover on uh Friday night. We haven't had time to talk about it, but uh, the New Japan ROH show at the guard, which obviously that's historic. That is a
0: freaking sweet card.
2: It is the first time a non WWE wrestling company has ran or non McMahon company has run the Garden since nineteen sixty. So god damn, we're talking almost sixty years. Freaking Jay
0: White is the champion of the Caradu boy.
2: And uh, Justin Joint will be watching that show live with me here, right here at my place. Looking forward to it.
3: Oh, yeah. Going to be Ubering home.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Here we go. <laughs> going to be drinking the scotch that night. Kyle, you want to fly to Iowa? The uh, the invite is open. Unfortunately,
0: I'm not even going to be watching it live.
2: because What Four, are you going to be doing?
0: Final four's on, man. Yeah. I know, I know that there's no Missouri Valley Conference representation, but by God, not we have a year. job to do. And by the way, please send me a text Sunday morning, Ryan, saying – Hey, fucker! Make sure you write up the championship game because that would be like if it's Sunday night and I've forgotten to do that. Oh then, man! Then, then there will be trouble. So, All right, I'm gonna—I'll make the draft tonight so I don't forget. Yes, pl- yeah. <laughs> b- please be sure Sunday, and I don't care how early it is either. Like, <laughs> like just text me, like, fucker! Write up the championship game before WrestleMania.
2: Four thirty a.m. Uh, but guys, I mean, we'll have thoughts on that next week. We'll probably again talk Sunday night. We'll be doing two shows next week because we got the Sunday night post WrestleMania show, and then our usual uh, Thursday show, Thursday probably, or Friday. Yeah. You know, so um,
0: we talk about that. You know, that the, that Raw after baby with that great crowd.
2: Yeah, they will be <laughs> <that's> <laughs> hopefully they don't completely hijack the show, but there'll be plenty to talk about next week. Circle jerkers. <laughs> so yeah check it all out guys this is going to be a great weekend for wrestling fans i'm looking forward to it hope you guys are too appreciate you joining us as we broke down the wrestlemania card but definitely check out g1 Supercard takeover enjoy wrestlemania weekend and go, go to aiw
0: if you're there if you're there in new york go to aiw support cleveland ohio here you go it's a late night show it's you know it's late night on thursday 11 59 in jersey city yeah. I cannot imagine how late that Janela show is gonna go, by the way, mm-hmm. this year. Because they're they're waiting for everyone to get there from the ROH show mm-hmm. from you know MSG and they're they're working yeah, I think they're working Jersey City, uh, the Janela show. Um so 4 a.m. Th- <laughs> I'm trying to remember when me and Chad got home last year, that Janela show, because we were like dead by the end, because they ran out of beer.
2: Cause oh, I remember were... the uh, picture of you with like four beers in your hand. Were you with who were you with in that picture? Was that Doink the Clown? Al-
0: it was Alabama Doink. God rest his soul. Yeah, there yeah, <laughs> one of his. Yeah, yeah, a no, buddy of mine, Ted. Yeah, we were just yeah, we had like we, we actually contributed very largely to them running out of beer. Yeah, we were just <laughs> we were we, they let you. I mean, I've never seen a place in twenty you know 2019 that lets you more, buy more than two beers per person. But like we were just going up and just like being like. Give us 10. <laughs> <laughs> Joey
2: Janela allows it. There yeah. you go. God bless him. All right. At Top Rope Nation on Twitter. Join us for the discussion this weekend as everything's going down in the New York City area. We'll be back with you live Sunday night. Everyone can tune in live. Join us on YouTube. We'd love to have you in the live chat. Let us know immediately after WrestleMania what you thought of the show. Uh, YouTube.com slash Top Rope Nation. Subscribe. Hit the alert button so you know when we go live on Sunday night and join us. And uh, we will talk to you then. Justin, looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Kyle. Go Baron Corbin. (laughs) All right, guys. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you Sunday night.